Blog Talk Radio. Sponsored by WomenSpeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, you're listening to Marnie's Friends. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guests by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlet and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Welcome, welcome. This is Marnie and exciting to have you back with us for another edition of Marnie's Friends. Today we're doing some publicity training with our guest Joanne Funch of MarketingDish.com. Today's program is 10 marketing tactics that produce massive results and get your notepad out because during the next hour you're going to discover the three steps every business needs to take to succeed, how to tweak your marketing message to ensure you are attracting your ideal audience, components of a high converting website, how to create an upsell offer that works, the number one way to increase sales on higher ticket items, a creative way to generate more leads, and so much more. Our guest today, Joanne Bunch, is a 21-year marketing veteran. She's worked with small business owners and entrepreneurs who want to know what it takes and what really works, how to do it in today's ever-changing online world. Again, her website is marketingdish.com. Welcome to you, Joanne. Hey, thank you for having me, Marnie. Happy to be here. Well, it's exciting to have you here, and I love doing programs about marketing because everybody has a message, <laughs> and it is, uh, it's become uh, more and more complex and difficult to yeah. be found in a very cluttered marketplace. And I like the analogy I heard one time about, um, like, if, you're, if you have a product and you get put in a grocery store, you know, uh, how are, how is somebody going to find you if they didn't know they should be looking for you? And on the Internet, it's a way, way harder. So this is a great topic, yeah. very, uh, very timely, and you are a great one to teach us. So uh, maybe let's go ahead and yeah. just dive right in. The three things that every business needs to do to succeed. Well, first, I want to tell the audience to always begin with the end in mind. And, you know, the end is the sale. <laughs> so if, if your first thought every day isn't focused on how your business can actually generate revenue, increase sales, or attract more customers, then you're not beginning with the end in mind. So mm-hmm. I think, simply put, you know, if that's not your top priority and responsibility, it's no one's, right? All right. Nobody else so, is going to do it if you don't do it. Yeah, exactly. And and I think also this is why so many businesses fail in the first couple of years because they get super excited, right, about starting a business and and they have great ideas, but they don't focus on you know, serving their customers and actually getting paid. <laughs> so, so I think finding priorities is easy every day. And, and it starts with focusing on the highest 
revenue generating activities first. And, and I think there's three things if you can remember this that we all need nowadays, particularly in this online world we live in. We need traffic, which means we need people to see our stuff online. We need leads and we need sales. So those are the three things that we all need to survive in business, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. So so we have, okay, so the three the three things are, you know, keeping the end in mind. Then we have traffic, just the getting seen part, leads, just to find that for our listeners a bit. Right. So, you know, it's one thing to get people to your website. You have to get them there somehow. And once you get them there and you want to generate them as a lead, how, how will you do that? And, and we can talk about that further, but then the end game obviously is, is the sale. So whether that's a product or a service, that's our end goal. Right. Okay. So just for you guys, the traffic is getting see the lead is capturing their contact information or whatever like that. And then the process and then the sale is the end, the end of that process. Sounds great. And, um, right. You have a way. So the lead, you have a way. Yeah, the lead. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Well, I was going to say, you know, the lead could, yes, be capturing their name and their email. It could be offering them uh, a free call with you. It could be any number of things to generate that lead. Yep, yep. But it just takes it from just general traffic visiting your site to something that's actionable you actually can take action on a lead, whereas traffic is just like at a stop sign. I mean, it's just they come, they go, right. and that's all there is to it. There's no relationship. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. right. And, and to, differentiate, to differentiate between a lead and a sale, you know, you have to have some kind of a relationship usually to make that sale. So so important Correct. to have it in that yeah. order. And you have a Correct. way that you help um, people tweak their marketing messages to make sure that they're attracting their ideal audience. Talk to us about that. Sure. Well, I think it's super important that you match your, your message to your ideal client because that's what marketing's all about. I, I think that we're so bombarded by marketing messages, as you said in the beginning, both whether it's online or offline, and so we have seconds to attract the attention of our ideal customer. So, that message needs to be spot on, meaning it will connect and speak to that ideal client. So knowing the words that they would use is so important. Uh, in other words, you know, a message that speaks to your ideal client clearly speaks to what they want and, and what that means to them. So I think you know, it's to understand what they want. Um, and if you're in um, a service business, for example, you know, what type of a problem are you solving for them? So it's about them, not about us. <laughs> right. And one of the ways that that is easiest to start identifying some of these words and messages is to look, look for other businesses or services that actually serve your ideal clientele and see what they're saying and doing. Um, beyond that, 
listening and conversation with your client, your current client, and to hear yeah. to hear what their heart is. But this is a really important part because a lot of times we just go directly toward what I want to accomplish as a business owner instead yeah. of really putting ourselves in the shoes of the buyer. What do they need from me versus what did I hope to do? Agreed. And one of the things that I work with a lot with my clients on is I actually ask them to survey the clients that they have and pay very close attention to the language they use because our clients, are our best resource in terms of that languaging to really understand from their perspective and not from ours. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and it is important if you don't if you're not talking the right language then they won't see you as the person who can really help them. You have to get inside their head a little bit if you're going to if you're going to resonate with them when they find you. That's exactly right. We're gonna we're gonna talk next about the website itself and about um, some components of a high converting website. And we're assuming here that you have a website because I was I've been saying for several years having a website now is kind of like having a phone number used to be. You you really have to have yeah. one. And oh, even yeah. if it's simple, even if it's simple, you need to have a website and it needs to look professional. You know, your first impression is right there. Um, so maybe yeah. talk to us about um, the things that make a website high converting because there's a difference between just having a website and having one that's really working for you. Right. Well, and let me just say one thing prior to that too is that, you know, the website is more like a calling card now. And this is how businesses change because, you know, people now – typically meet us online before we get a chance to meet them offline. And mm -hmm. so websites need to function really as that place that draws your potential customers in. And secondly, it should really aid them in learning. So in a more educational way, so you're sharing content and uh, content builds trust and credibility. So you're teaching them something as they come to your website. Uh, the other thing is that it builds credibility. So when someone comes to your website, you want to have customer testimonials or reviews. You also want this website to convert in terms of giving them the ability to leave their name and email to learn more. So we alluded to that previously, right? So when people are visiting, we're not, we don't have a chance to speak to them yet. So we want to offer them something um, in exchange for their name and email. And the other thing is, let me just throw out an example. So if you were a retailer, Let's just pretend you were a retailer and you were selling olive oil. You know, I would be certain that my website was filled with information on everything anybody would want to know about olive oil. So having mm -hmm. a blog on your website is really the, that ideal part of a website to educate them. And you want to keep them on your website to educate and nurture them. Now, 
And if I were a service-based company, the same pieces would apply, except for perhaps if I was the local olive oil company, I'd have a map, like a Google map on my website so they knew how to find me. And and if I were a service-based business, I probably wouldn't do that because so many service-based businesses, office from home or, you know, or co-oping spaces, things like that. Uh, but I would have pages on my site with my services. And I would talk about my ideal client. So it really needs to be very clear on what you do and who you serve along with those testimonials. Make sense? Absolutely. And I think that the key the key is that this is this is the receptionist of your business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and she she has to be she has to be awesome if you're gonna get people to come in and stay in for a while. And then, you know, back to the mm-hmm. blogging of course, the way people find yeah. us nowadays is they do a Google search and yeah. if your information comes up, that's how they get to your website. But even if they met you at a trade show or some other kind of show like that, at a speaking mm-hmm. engagement, whatever, when they get to your site, if they find that you have the resources there, they've been dreaming of, you know, a book or just blog articles about their topic of interest, you know, that's going to that's going to keep them there and, again, increase the um, mm-hmm. credibility for sure. Um, the Capturing the email is really important because otherwise you can Very. never follow up. Otherwise, it's all on them to find you again, uh, you know, yeah. to, to do all that. And so, you know, that's kind of your job, capture their email when they're there. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that as the hour goes by, too. Well, um, exactly. this is Marty Sledberg. We're visiting today with JoanneDish.com. We're going to come right back and talk about how to create an upsell offer that works, the number one way to increase sales on higher ticket items, and a creative way to generate more leads. We'll be right back. across America rely on womensevents.info to find the major Christian women's events coming to their area. Womensevents.info is the only online directory of its kind featuring all the upcoming major Christian women's events. You are invited to search for events coming near you or to add your own major Christian women's events. Everything's easy and accessible over at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. Welcome back. We're doing some marketing training today with our guest, Joanne Funch of MarketingDish.com. Joanne, you're not only uh, an online coach and and a service provider for people who want to know what works and how to get their message out today, but you've also written a book. You have um, a book called Unlocking the Secrets of Successful Women. That's an Amazon bestseller, and that's fun. Uh, you guys can check that out over at Amazon. And you have quite a background. Um, you've been just helping people. for. You love to work with gay people at, at LinkedIn. Maybe tell us a little bit about yeah. what you do over at LinkedIn for businesses. Well, I'll tell you just briefly how that all came about. I actually relocated across the country 
in 2007. And one thing that I found was all of a sudden I moved to a new city and I didn't know anybody. And uh, I had been a very early adopter of LinkedIn. And so when I moved back to the Twin Cities, I thought, gee whiz, I'm going to really use LinkedIn to meet people. And so I did. And I was pretty successful, and people started asking me, well, how did you do that? How did you do this? <laughs> and one thing led to the next, and I just, it became part of my marketing business was teaching people how to more effectively connect, engage, and grow their business through relationship. So I'm a giant, giant proportion, pro- proponent of of really building meaningful relationships. Yeah, and of course, our, our connections online, like you say, it's almost now it's where we meet a lot of people first. Uh, I just had a, a trip a couple weeks ago, and I met, I met a gal who I've known online for 15 years, and I met her for the first time face-to-face. <laughs> but, you know, we just know each other so well because we've worked together online forever. And uh, so this is, this is the opportunity we have to take total strangers from anywhere yeah. all over the globe. And turn them into really, you know, heart friends uh, that will oh. that will go on for a long time. Oh, definitely. I just think it's such a great opportunity to expand for all of us. Yeah. Let's go back to the talking about uh, the upsell offer. So we talked about um, having something available for people mm-hmm. um, at your mm-hmm. site that allows them to give you their email address. And uh, or their mm-hmm. contact information so that you can uh, you set up a follow-up meeting mm-hmm. or send them a newsletter mm-hmm. or a white paper or whatever mm-hmm. it is inside it. But now you're going right. to tell us a little bit about upselling. So maybe first define what upselling is and then go ahead and tell us about how to do it, do it well. Sure, sure. Well, what I mean by upselling is, you know, somebody's gotten to the point they want to to become your customer, right? I think we leave money on the table in terms of maybe we could offer them another service that they would be very willing to purchase from us if they only knew about it. So I like to use the example of Amazon. We've all been to Amazon, right? Amazon is brilliant at you've purchased something, right? And then now all of a sudden on the bottom of the screen, it, they give you all kinds of other similar things that you might be interested in. That is super smart marketing. <laughs> so what I mean by, I'll give you an example of a new customer upsell. So let's say somebody purchases something from you. One idea might be to send them a percentage off coupon. Give them 20% off of any other service of yours like for the next 48 hours as a thank you for being a new customer. I mean, we all like discounts. We've already bought into you, right? Because we've purchased something from you. And I think putting that urgency gets people to say, well, maybe I should add that onto my order. So I encourage people to to do that. Uh, it, it could be something small, a small add-on. So if you've written a book, maybe they've just offered to buy a coaching program from you and add on your book for $10 or whatever that number is, right? It's just a good yeah. way to to 
add a few more sales into the pipeline. Yeah, I love it. When uh, when we had our re- restaurant retail store, I loved to teach our, our staff how to upsell, and I would use the example, you know, at the restaurant. So let's say that someone yeah. is ordering, let's say someone is ordering a Mexican entree, and you would upsell, would you like some guacamole or some sour cream with that? Uh, you wouldn't say, would you like some uh, pizza with that? Because that wouldn't make any sense. Your upsell has, exactly. your upsell has to be the natural outflow of what the person would tend to wish that they had thought of themselves to ask you, you know, at the same time. So if your upsell is going to work every time, like, like we would always, mm-hmm. if the person didn't say so, we would always say, did you want a beverage? You know, and, and oh, yeah, I forgot. You know, a lot, that's, that's the way to know that your upsell is really um, a, a dead hit is when people are like, oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that, you know. Because it just makes exactly. sense to them. They wanted to do it. They just wouldn't have thought of it if you hadn't brought it to their attention. So I well, love that. And the exactly upsell, right. yeah. you know, I liked, it. I liked your illustration too because it can go both ways. So they buy a coaching program and they can get a book for $10. Or they buy a book and did you know about the coaching program? I mean, this works, this works both ways. Exactly. Just I, that's why I say I think sometimes we leave money on the table, number one. And number two, I think sometimes uh, I've worked with people, they have a fear of overselling. But I think you should look at it that way. I think you should look at it as what could I upsell that would enhance the thing that they just purchased. So your example was, was perfect. I'll give you another example. One of the things I do uh, in, uh, in regards to LinkedIn is I write a lot of LinkedIn profiles for people. And so they come to me and they know that they need this, but what I will offer them as an upsell is a two-hour training package that I have because what I found was many people have this beautiful LinkedIn profile and they say, now what? They don't know yeah. how to leverage the next so I offer that to them as a next step in their process. And they wouldn't have known that I, that I had that service had I not mentioned it. So my, my point here is don't be afraid to upsell either. Well, and I think that this is – I want to camp here for just a minute because um, okay. I know that for so many, especially for the women speakers that are listening um, from womenspeakers.com or those of you thinking of going into mm-hmm. speaking or those of you who have recently published a, your first book, it is a little bit of a hurdle to get past the um, yes. intimidation mm-hmm. that comes with actually promoting yourself, your availability, your yes. there's, there's a tendency to feel like, oh, it's too much all about me. But let's talk, let's just uh, embolden our listeners a little here, Joanne. Because yeah, the yeah. Is that if, people, if people came to you looking for a solution to a problem that they have, they don't feel like you're selling anything when you're offering them a solution, even if there's a, a price to it. Like when I go to the grocery store, Correct. I don't feel like they're hard selling me when they sell me fruits and vegetables. I'm just happy to have them available <laughs> to me. I'm happy to pay for them. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Like exactly. They might have them on sale and they may do an upsell or whatever, but I'm just happy they have them for there for me. And I think that that's kind of how we have to look at these things instead of like, it's, I don't want to be pushy and like that. So just speak to that for a minute. 
Well, yeah, that's right. You have to change your mindset. And to your point, Marnie, you said, you know, people are coming to you for a solution and they're willing to put money into that solution. So to let them know that they could go deeper or take a next step or get something that enhances what they bought, you should look at, at that very differently because they're willing to invest in your solution. So I think we have to let go of the I'm overselling and adopt the, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm upselling something that goes with this one thing, right? right. Look at it differently. Right. It has to make sense when when I was training yeah. gals in the fabric department at the store, I'd say, okay, if they're buying fabric, you're up, so your auto upsellers, did you need any thread today? Now, nobody is yeah. going to say, oh, she was so pushy. They're going to, they're half the time or a quarter of the time, they're going to be like, yes, thank you, I didn't write that down, I would have run out. Um, so I think that that's yeah. the main thing is that you're servicing your clients. And as long as you are comfortable mm-hmm. with that, you're servicing them, they also will be comfortable yeah. with your upsell. Yeah, let me just add one more quick thing. You know, people, even if they come to our website, huh, I'll bet you, Marnie, you've heard this as much as I have. People who said, oh, I didn't know you did that. Oh, right. That's yeah, common, absolutely. right? So mm-hmm. yep. people make an assumption in their head that you do one thing, but they'll say, oh, I didn't know you also did X, Y, Z. And so think in those terms, that you're offering them the ability to go deeper with you on something they maybe didn't know. So don't look at it like I'm shoving something down someone's throat they didn't want. Look at it as I'm adding additional value to them. Absolutely. And I I mean, I just had one. Uh, last week where there was an upsell offer and oh my goodness it got me so excited and you know what I didn't end up buying it that day but it made me really excited to know it was there available to me if I needed it later and so even if they don't buy don't rule it out and say oh that was a lousy offer no you know hardly anybody's buying it just recognize that all of it is part of the process of allowing them to understand what you have available so when they need it they can they can remember and think of you. You actually talk about uh, a way to increase sales on the higher ticket items too. I know a yeah. lot of um, listeners have you know their you know their different levels of engagement, and sometimes those high ticket items are a little uh, more difficult to sell or a little more intimidating to sell. So talk to us about that. Yeah. Well. I think this is a real, real simple fix. So rather than having somebody walk away from a higher ticket item, I suggest you offer a payment plan because I think the result will be that you'll actually increase sales. And 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 just to expand on that a little bit is when you're offering installments, it just makes it easier for more people to become your customers, right? So even if it's just a, even if it's a two-pay plan, sometimes that's going to be easier for somebody. Now, with that said, 
you do have to have some sort of a payment processor in which to do that. But, but I would say to your audience, you know, wouldn't you rather have more customers who are making some kind of payment than, than to have them walk away? And, uh, and so I would. It works for me, I can tell you that. Um, when I can offer people the opportunity to break the price down, sometimes that's a game changer. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and when I and let me share. I'll just share my resource if it's helpful to anyone on your call. I happen to use a, a service called Samcart, and I I use it because it's super easy to set up a payment plan and have recurring payments. So, for example, if I have a thousand dollar program and I want to offer multiple payments I can set that up once and in the background it will just bill the person every single month so it's a one and done for me and it's uh, you know it's a win-win because it's giving the customer what they need yeah love it another one is stripe uh, like on a zebra stripe and then you said with an S yep yep yeah, yeah and I have a I have a resource page on my website if anybody wants to to look at it too. I have it on that resource page. That is one of my favorite things about your website. You have you have a great resource page where people can just go down and see you know, some of the things that you use and that you recommend. That's so great. Yeah. That's over at marketingdish.com. Well, this is Marnie Sleber. We're yeah. visiting today with Joanne Fudge. We're going to take a little break, come right back, and talk about a creative idea to generate more leads, why relevant testimonials matter and how to get and the component you must include and how to get it fast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. ever need a guest speaker or maybe you're a speaker who's available to go check out womenspeakers.com the largest online directory of christian women speakers in the world since 2002 connecting thousands of planners with over 1300 speakers speakers are available to you from every state denomination experience level and fee range you simply search when you have time anytime day or night and connect directly with the speakers that interest you no middlemen no hidden fees it's all simple easy enjoyable and online check it out today at womenspeakers.com that's www.womenspeakers.com Welcome back. This is Marnie, and yeah. we are visiting today with Joanne Bunch from MarketingDish.com on the topic, mm-hmm. 10 Marketing Tactics That Produce Massive Results. If you're just joining us now, you're going to want to go back and listen to the beginning, but not right now. Stay with us, grab your notepad, and we're going to talk next about creative idea to generate more leads. And Okay, so we talked a little bit earlier, the definition of a lead is getting somehow the ability mm-hmm. to work with someone who was just passing through, but uh, now you've got a lead, you've got something to work with here. And Joanne, what is what is a cre- creative idea to generate more leads? It's a blog. A blog is such a great way to educate your prospects and offer them just a ton of value at the same time. And remember, I already said, education builds trust. 
So the more great solutions and ideas that you actually are writing about, I think it lays the groundwork. So when that prospect is ready to buy, they will be wanting to buy from you because you were the one who delivered the value. So that's why I say a, a blog. And, and to give your listeners a tip, I would start your content development by choosing one topic per month that's related to what it is that you do, your business or your industry, and, uh, and stick with that because blogging can be overwhelming. And people stare at their screen and they say, I don't know what to write about. But what I want to say to you is focus, number one, on one topic per month, and the topic should be what people want to most learn from you coupled with there has to be a little strategy here and the strategy is understanding the keywords that people search for for your topic and with those tweaks you will have a blog that people will actually when they're searching online for information you want to be found for that particular niche make sense it does, and that's really creative too. Um, uh, you want to, when you're setting up a blog, if you don't have one already, make sure to set up some type of an RSS feed, and that's going to yeah. allow people to um, to actually um, kind of register with you so that when you put a new blog out, they Ooh. will be able to get a ping and a notice that they can come and read a new one from you. So it's not the same as getting their email address, but they definitely are uh, able to say, yeah, I want to keep, keep tabs on this particular blogger, on this person. Yeah. And there's some real strategy anymore to blogging. I will say that probably much more than we, we have time for today. But, but that's the big picture I want people to understand is that, again, it's, it's just educating people that come to your site. That's the key. Yeah. And then the strategy, you know, behind, you know, how they're actually going to find you on Google, you know, does require some SEO work. But, but for those folks who are new to, to this idea of blogging, just think of it as a way that it will generate leads if you, in fact, are educating um, people who come to your website. Right, and SEO is the search engine optimization. And when you're thinking yeah. about this, just remember that your keywords are what's going to get you found. And if you're competing with, you know, humongous corporations, like your keyword is diet, um, that's not going to happen. They're not going to find your website that way. You have to get more niche than that. You have to go very, very specific uh, in order to be found like that. But there are keywords and keyword combinations that can work for you. And so yeah. just, you know, I think I love what you're saying to focus on one topic a month. Get very clear. Get a lot of content out there mm-hmm. on one specific set yeah. of uh, information and keywords. Yeah, that's great. Any other thoughts and before I we would, move on? Yeah, one other thought on that is if anyone's listening who's a little bit more advanced and you're blogging already, you know, I really would encourage you to 
find and hire a really good search engine optimization person because they really can move the mark for you just by the data that they can provide you in terms of what people, what keywords are being used and how you could better optimize your site for search. I know it's an investment I've made over the years and it's really paid off. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really easy to get lost in the in the crowd yeah. and in order to stand up oh, yeah. stand out, um, you do need you do need to know what you're doing or have somebody help you that knows what they're doing on that one. Agreed. But a good place to start a good place to start is to just start start uh, coming up with what your topics are going to be. Maybe a, a simple twelve months. You know, what are the things I could talk about each month for twelve months? What are you know? Start collecting mm-hmm. some information that can go into those articles, um, those yeah. blog posts, and uh, just begin that way even before you have all the you know bells and whistles in place with the RSS and the SEO. Okay, let's talk about uh, testimonials because these are so important. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, here's the deal, right? The bottom line is we care about the opinions of other people. (laughs) I mean, Marnie, think about the last time you, again, ordered something on Amazon. And did you read a review before you bought something? Yeah. I do. Yeah, and what's crazy crazy is that, um, like, for movie reviews or whatever, people people. You know, yeah. they'll make five stars or three stars or whatever. And we actually take the yeah. opinion of another person that we've never met. We don't have yeah. any clue if they like the kind of movies we like. <laughs> but everybody's exactly. trained, trained to look yeah. for these, you know, stars and reviews and, and to base their opinion on that. Mm. And so even if you're like, yeah. why, would, why would it matter? Uh, it does. Today, it really does. So here's why it matters. For a business owner, it's social proof that you're worth investing in because other people are saying so, and that's what matters. So uh, let me just give folks an idea on where I think you should add these reviews or testimonials. Obviously, you should have them on your website. I think if you're doing any online marketing and you have a like a sales page, for example, you should add them to a sales page. You should add testimonials to your email newsletter. Uh, if you have a shopping cart where people are buying something from you, it's a great place to add a testimonial. So believe it or not, if somebody's ha- having buyer's remorse, and they're on the checkout page, and they see somebody's review, chances are they're going to follow through. So all of those areas are important. And then what about social media? So so sites such as Facebook and LinkedIn recommendations matter. They matter on social media. And I'll tell you the big one that people – actually overlook but will give you bigger bang for your buck is Google Plus. So if number one, if you have a brick and mortar location, you absolutely want to have Google reviews because you will get traction from the search results. And even if you don't have a brick and mortar, you still should have a Google uh Google reviews for your business. 
and I can tell you for a fact that will move the mark in terms of search more than any of the other ones I've mentioned so far. But they all matter. But the Google places, to get your business, I totally agree with you there, to get your business first uh, registered with the Google places and then to get some good reviews because especially out-of-towners, uh, people not familiar with your neighborhood, um, if you have a brick and mortar, that I think the number is now up to seventy percent. Is uh, people are looking yeah. online for where they're going to have where they're going to eat. Oh, and if you're not yeah. there showing up, or if you're showing up and you don't have any reviews, or you only have one or whatever, uh, you really can't compete with the place that's showing up and has you know thirteen mm-hmm. or twenty four, one hundred fifty two, uh, five star. Oh reviews. yeah. So. Um, and you can't game these, you know, they make it very difficult no. to game it. it. It has to be legit. So it's it's important to get started on that as soon as you can if you have a brick and mortar. And even if you don't, to um, have your business be in Google reviews is a great, um, great oh, idea. Yeah. We're going to take yeah. a little break, come back and talk about a few more things here before the end of the hour. We're going to talk about the component you must include and how to do it fast, how to add value without adding expense and the single most important way to win big. We'll be right back. Are you ready to experience your best life possible and share biblical success principles with others? Register for the SPY Coach Certification Program today. SPY, or S-P-I, stands for Success Principles Intensive. It's a six-hour online program that equips you to fully comprehend and train biblical success principles. You can check it out today over at Marnie.com. It's available as part of the mentorship program, or you can buy it as a standalone certification program. Learn more now at Marnie.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-E.com. Welcome back. You are joining us today for mm-hmm. Marketing Training with Joanne Bunch of MarketingDish.com. Joanne, let's talk about, there's actually, there's actually a component that you say a lot of people miss, but there's a way to add it to do it fast. What is that? Mm-hmm. Video. You know, video yeah. is becoming so mainstream. We see it everywhere. And Again, I mentioned, you know, business has changed and people are meeting us online. So what better way to bring you and your brand to life than through video? And I recommend adding video to your website, to your social media sites. Again, if you're savvy online and you're doing sales pages, it's a great place to add video there too. Uh, I I just think this is the wave of the future. And, you know, with Facebook Live, we see a lot of activity there. Um, LinkedIn just recently added live video. So it's there to stay. And I think if you haven't implemented that uh, as a strategy, I would encourage you to for sure do that. And I wanted to share with you a new tool that I've just been testing over the last uh, two to three weeks that's really cool, and it's called One Mob. It's one, the number one in mob. And it's, it's actually uh, a really cool tool where you can create video email. 
And so I've been testing it out to see what the reaction is to people. Because, you know, when you said at the very beginning, Marnie, you know, it's we're in a really noisy place online. <laughs> and so how will you stand out? Hmm. So, I again, I'm testing this just to see what kind of results I'm uh, getting. And it's cool. I think you're going to see more of video type of tools available to us. So I would pay attention to that. Yeah. And I know we uh, we mentioned it on the last program too, but I want to mention it again because I know some of you don't get to listen every single week. But um, posting your videos at YouTube is pretty important if you want to be found yeah. in the search results because Google owns YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, they yeah. have a high ranking. And if you use good keywords and a good title, and use the keywords again in the description, um, people, you, you will come up because they usually show a handful of videos along with the regular search results um, on Google. And it is a way to get yeah. found. People do, especially the short ones, people really like the short videos. And um, yeah. I've been following that, a, gal, um, a gal's videos for a while. And it was funny because um, she's just very informative and usually about one to three minutes uh, once a week. And last week she did one, you know, like a two and a half minute one or whatever. But it, they they messed it up a little bit in the video. You know, it, it was live and uh, somebody was mm-hmm. talking or some stuff, you know, during the video. And uh, she fumbled it and dropped it. And then, you know, she, they kept going live. And then at the end, they let the camera keep rolling while they kind of teased each other a little bit about messing up. And that's yeah. actually what made it more endearing to me. It made it more endearing yeah. to me that they left in the blooper, that they left in the humor afterwards where they were like, wow, yeah. you totally missed it. You know, like yeah. that. And, and it was amazing how many more comments and views that video got than the other videos, yeah. even though they were just all really good content. So don't feel like yeah. you have to do it perfectly. You know, I think it's more Agreed. important that you are real, you're authentic. And if you wouldn't laugh, don't try to laugh, you know, because it's not going to work. You have to be authentic. Agreed. I think that's, you hit it, the nail right on the head with that. People really are valuing more authenticity than this whole can type of look. I think that people don't care about that. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's still a, there's still a place for it. But the reality sure, is that with everybody having a camcorder and a cell phone now that has a camera on it, you know, we're just getting used yeah. to people being real. And so instead of yeah. having to be such a polished, you know, Hollywood setting for everything, people are actually pretty used to seeing real people doing real things and providing real value. And that's really Agreed. bottom line what they want. Yeah. Agreed. So if you can add Agreed. value, I, if you can add value, go for it and do it. See, in fact, you have a you have a way to add extra value without adding extra expense. What's that? Well, I add a resource page just like I have on my website. I mean, you have all sorts of of resources that you use that you recommend to people. I think you should put it on your website, and and that's why I did that because then people can look directly um, on your website. I, I talk really clearly about the fact that a lot of these things, most of the things I recommend I use myself. And so it's a win-win. And I think the more we can add value 
Uh, I mean, how many of your clients come to you, Marty, and they want to know, what have you done that worked? I want to do what you're doing. So why not share it and add value by creating that resource page? Right. And it's kind of like, um, it kind of gives, I know when I found yours at your site, Joanne, it kind of gives this insider feel to it. Like um, she's my buddy Mm. and so she's sharing her recipes with me. You know, yeah, kind of like that, except that it's resources and you're my friend. And so you want me to have everything good that you have. You know, you're just sharing it. I love I love the feel that it gave me when I found it. I thought it was really beautiful and creative. I I mean, I've actually done done that inside of some of my courses, you know, inside Uh of the courses. And when you write a book, of course, at the end, you put your resources. But to have it right on your website where people can get at it in the moment they need it, that is so creative and really a great way to add value, like you say, without adding any expense to you. And if you do have a link, if you have a link that you are an affiliate of, um, so right. I, I would say keep it, again, keep it honest where you actually do use and love this product. Otherwise, don't include it. But if you use and love the product and you also happen to be an affiliate, just say so. That's the law. Right. You just have to say. And other than that, you can just go ahead and add it. And people, people realize that, you know, there's many different revenue streams for hosting a website and doing all this. Okay. So you have a single most important way for us to win big. What is that? Well, here's, here's what I think it is. I think it's really delivering on customer experience. You know, if, if the customer is indeed in charge of the buying journey, which I believe that they are, um, then the most, important marketing element that's in our control is the experience they get working with us. And, you know, the way in which prospects and customers experience every aspect of our business is so important. And you know, and I know, those organizations that deliver that that customer experience, they the ones that excel, they do it because they love it. They love the people they serve. They, they love, you know, seeing how they can really excite and make people happy. And here's the bottom line that I think we forget. People remember the good experiences and they refer you. But here's what people do, and I bet you'll agree with me, that if they've had a bad experience, they tell 10 people <laughs> and they write negative reviews. So going, going back to the point we were talking earlier about reviews, it seems we have the power now to take people down fast, fast, fast. So if you're creating great experience, um, people will share that as well. And I, I, I just think that's, the bottom line in for all of us doing business think about how you're delivering an experience mm. yeah and that's that's so important it kind of goes back to the first thing we were talking about too is to yeah get into their shoes look at this from their perspective is what you're offering and providing to them going to match and you know when when i when i think of experience joanne especially when it comes to women I think expectations 
are huge. You have to, if you set an expectation, you have to meet or exceed that expectation, um, yeah. or you can't you can't win in that situation. I always tell yeah. my staff, under promise, over deliver, never the other yeah. way around. Right, and I also encourage you to think differently about what a customer experience is versus customer service because they can be two different things. So, you know, how do we want people to feel, I think, is kind of the bottom line when it comes to experience. And, and so all of us can remember a time when we just felt so amazing about how we were treated by somebody, right? That's mm-hmm. what we want to be doing, you know, going over and above, you know, how many people send handwritten thank yous? I mean, it's the, the little things that can create great experience. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and that is what makes you memorable. Um, you know, a yeah. lot of people are talking about a lot of things all day long <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. But when they come and they resonate with you, see that you are authentic yeah. and you're sharing information that's helpful to them in the time and the way that they need it, that's what's really going to endear you to their heart. So that's so great. Well, wow, you shared so much information with us here this afternoon. Um, and you yeah. actually, what is, if people go over to your website at marketingdish.com, what is it that they can find there? Well, first of all, uh, what I would really love them to do is right on my home page, uh, I have a a beautiful guide that I put together. Some of what we talked about today is included, but it's the five key marketing ingredients that are going to produce the biggest results for your business. And and I, I really focused on these key five elements because I think we're so inundated with, with and overwhelmed by stuff to do that I think if you focused on these five things, you'll get bigger results. And the other thing I want people to notice about my website is kind of going back to what I practice, what I preach. I listened to my clients over and over and over again, and they said, Joanne, we feel like we're getting left behind. What should we do? What works? And so if you go to my website, you'll notice I speak exactly to that because that's what people told me. And, and then my, other than that, it's pretty easy to navigate. You can learn a little bit more about me. Uh, you certainly can click down on the various services that I offer uh, under the work with me or under the social media training, I do a lot of both. So I, I think it's, I made it simple because I think the simpler and the more clear and direct we can be, uh, the better. Yeah, I think you guys are going to love this website. Just looking at it, and like you say, it's very simple, but it's elegant, and it really tells you exactly what you're doing here. It's like, why did I come here with this Joanne? <laughs> you know, people yeah. can tell immediately, even if they came here without any kind of a background knowledge, 
of your work, um, it immediately mm-hmm. tells people what you do. And then I love you guys want to just scroll down a little bit too and the serving up solutions, just how you've got that so easy um, for people to identify which step to take next. I, one of my mentors years ago said about website design, the key is to, for the customer, the, it's like the customer is screaming at you saying, don't make me think. <laughs> yeah. Make it so clear and obvious yeah. that I know what to do. I don't have to puzzle, which are the buttons to press or <laughs> anything like that, just to make it easy. I love that. What a great hour, and uh, thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Marnie. I appreciated the conversation. Well, you've been a great guest. You guys want to follow up and learn more about Joanne and what she does and what she has available to you over at marketingdish.com. Marketingdish.com. And like Joanne says, marketing is like a recipe you cook. It doesn't work without the right ingredients. And she's a marketing consultant, online marketing strategist, and experienced social media trainer, as well as an author and blogger. She's a great person to learn from. We've had so much fun having her here with us today. And, of course, we can't have a radio show without listeners. So I'm so grateful that you took time out of your busy schedule to come over. I hope you've gained a lot through this hour and that you do every time. Of course, if you uh, are listening to the archive, thanks for doing that. But for those of you who come live on the Wednesday programs at Blog Talk Radio, so grateful. You just always are not a bunch of you come, and it's fun to always be on the front page and often number one here at Blog Talk Radio during the live presentations as well as over at iTunes and Stitcher afterwards. And if you have ever thought of maybe hosting a radio box on your show, on your website, uh, you can do that. Just go to whatever um, uh, page that you're interested in, and there's an option there to uh, share a radio listening box, and that will just um, roll up the next program each time. There's a couple different designs for you there. It's very simple and easy, and it helps get the word out and helps us help you give your website guests more content, more training each time they come to visit you as well. Uh, we're just about at the end of the hour. If you have a guest or a topic that you would like to recommend, I encourage you to go to Marnie.com and go to the support page and just recommend that there. Or if you personally would like to be on the show, you can go to Marnie'sFriends.com, scroll to the very bottom of that page, and there is an application form right there. So if you're a publicist or an author or a trainer, um, feel free to pitch ideas to us. We're looking forward to an awesome 2018. Always fun to have you guys with us on the show, and I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.